Hey, my name is Amber Welford, and I am obsessed with all things habits and systems. I'm a mama, wife, and entrepreneur who knows the importance of the little things in life. Each episode, I'll share tips for creating habits, talk about real life behind the scenes of motherhood, marriage, and building a business, and encourage the heck out of you with some tough love, all while enjoying a cup of coffee. So go grab yours and listen up. This is the Live Fiercely Podcast. Hey, thanks for coming back to another episode of the Live Fiercely Podcast. When this episode releases, it is March 2nd, 3rd, 3rd, yep. And that means it is officially the Lenten season. Lent began on Ash Wednesday yesterday, March third, March 2nd. If somebody could let me know my dates, that would be great. This opportunity over the next 40 days is just a great opportunity for us as Christians to look at our life and to see where can we grow in our faith? Where can we grow in our trust in the Lord? Uh, where can we grow in having peace and just letting things go, right? I think in our culture, it is all about having control and doing what you want. And the fact of the matter is that uh God's in control, (laughs) and the things that we want don't always align with what God has in store for us. And so uh, it's just a great opportunity for us to just really reflect and dig deeper. This past weekend, I, well, at the time of this recording, I had a virtual retreat with uh, the Bible in a Year podcast and Father Mike Schmitz and Jeff Cavins. And I didn't make it to all of the sessions live, and at the time of this recording, I still have a few to catch up on. But in one of the sessions, Father Mike Schmitz was asked about fasting during Lent, and he then went on to talk about what it means to fast. And I know many people don't necessarily understand why we as Catholics fast during Lent. And really when it comes down to it, it is an opportunity for us to decide what what do we idolize more than Jesus. And on the two days a year, I thought it was so funny. Father Mike was like, two days, two days a year, the church asks you to fast from food. Two days. Why do people make a big deal out of it? And it was funny because I was like, okay, that was for me because honestly, I hate the days that we have to fast, but I also use them as opportunities to, when I am hungry, pray more or just be aware of the fact that I always have food available to me and not everybody does and to be grateful for that. And anyway, anyway, um, fasting isn't just from food. Uh, We can use food to, uh, we can idolize food to, um, we can idolize food, yes. But we also idolize other things and fasting from those slash giving it up is an opportunity for us to refocus on what matters, and that is God. (laughs) First and foremost, always, that is God. And so I just want to encourage you to think about if you already haven't made a decision about what am I going to do this Lent to deepen my faith, I want you to think about what do I put in front of my relationship with Jesus? And if you've already decided what you're going to do this Lent, I want you to think about, does that match? Did you give up Mountain Dew? You know, like when I was a kid, I gave up Mountain Dew one year and I like literally have not had a drink since because I used to drink like two cans a day. Isn't that disgusting? It's so disgusting. But I did. Anyway, 
but now that I'm older, I'm recognizing the importance of fasting and we don't have to do it just during Lent, but it's a great opportunity to. And so, well, I guess one, that makes me realize I should teach my kids better about fasting. Not that I wasn't taught what it was meant as a kid. Uh, we just didn't really talk about it a ton. It was more like the cool thing. Like, what are you going to give up for Lent? I'm giving up chocolate. Look at me. And now I feel like, you know, the the cool thing is as adults to give up social media. And, you know, it, it is cool. It's also necessary. I'm going to get into that in a second. But anyway, I tangent. That was a tangent. What can you give up? What can you fast from that is taking away time, um, energy for you to focus on your relationship with God? For me, as I sat there and listened to Father Mike talk about that, it was obvious. And I know that it's going to be the same answer for you. It's that darned old phone, that darned old cell phone. And for me, I work on my phone. And so I can't, and I work on social media. And so I can't give that up. I mean, I can. I I can. I'm choosing not to. But I am choosing to set better boundaries with my phone. I have found myself as of recently, gosh, when did I give up? I think it was like in July. Yeah, because I was I was working on pivoting. God was calling me to pivoting. And I was like, I need to break away from social media, my phone, everything. And it was a really great break. And it was one of those things, you know, that I uh, I talk about all the time with habit coaching, right? Like habits don't don't form in just a few days. So when I gave up social media for, I don't know what it was, six days or something, I came back and it was like one of those slow progressions back into like I'm on it way too often. And at first it was really helpful, but I didn't do it for 40 days. And so hopefully this is going to really help me set better boundaries around my phone. But I've recognized that um, I've gotten back into those old habits of like being on social media too often, checking my email. And like I posted on Instagram the other day, ways that you can do self-care without adding to your to-do list, which sneak peek, little uh, preview of what's to come. Stay tuned because I've got a freebie coming out on ways that you can add self-care into your life without adding to your to-do list. But but one of those things was don't take your phone into the bathroom. Like, doesn't that hit home? Why do we think we need to be entertained when we're peeing or brushing our teeth? Why? But we do. I do. I struggle. It's so sad. But I struggle to just be. And yes, I have my prayer time, which I'm going to again talk about in a minute. But like throughout the day then, besides my like quiet time, my prayer time, my phone's always there. Or like the Googles are always there playing music in the background. We love music in this house. And it's pretty much always on. Or I'm trying to teach my big girls, especially because they're such bookworms like me, you don't have to be reading. Like books aren't allowed at the table while we're eating. And, you know, when we have a family meal, none of that stuff is at the table, phones, books, Kindles, whatever. But like if we're having breakfast, we don't all sit down to breakfast together all the time, very rarely, um, and not always for lunch either, sometimes. But when we're not having like a family meal per se, my big girls always, or at breakfast, they'll always have their Kindles there. And I have to remind them, no books at the table. Like it's just giving them that practice of just being. 
because that you learn that at an early age or you don't learn it <laughs> at an early age and it makes it harder. And so I am trying to teach them that, but I also need to teach myself that. And so I've decided that from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., I am going to be off of, for sure, social media and email and it's kind of it's kind of tricky. I'm saying this before Lent actually starts, and so I haven't like officially decided. But you know, if I'm getting a text or a call, I will use my phone. Um, but I don't, you know, if I need to check the weather for the kids to see if I need to take Sylvia to safety patrol or not. But not otherwise, no. Like unless it's a need, like I need to know right now. But like I don't need to check. I check my bank account every day and like my credit card statement to make sure that you know there's no fraud. Um, I also, what else do I do? I always check time hop before I go to bed. Um, I'll check eBay to see what Clay sold in his eBay store because I take care of shipping his products out. And so like I'll do those things while I'm brushing my teeth or I'm going to confess, sometimes while I'm listening to the Bible in your podcast, I'll be like, what's the weather going to be like today? Or like, it's so hard for me to just sit still and I need to practice that more. And I knew immediately when he said, what do you need to fast from that is taking away your relationship, taking away time from your relationship with Jesus? And I was like, ugh, my phone. And especially in those times of like in the morning when I typically have my quiet time, or in the evening, I don't need to be on social media right before I'm going to go to sleep because sometimes it just gets my brain rewired. Not sometimes, it does. That is what technology does. So that is what I'm going to do because I know that that is going to be so good for my soul. I'm also going to be adding in a little extra uh, prayer time with my sister once a week, which will be great. Uh, we're going to FaceTime and, and do like Lexio Divina together and the rosary and uh, Chaplet of Divine Mercy just some really like awesome traditional Catholic prayers together. So I'm looking forward to that as well. But again, you know, I was talking to my my bestie Teresa today as I record this. Um, I was telling her about, you know, well, I, I kind of also want to do this and that, but I'm also taking my own advice that you have to start small. And if I do too many things, and I'm telling you this too, because I know that it's easy to try and do all of the things. If you're jumping into Lent and you're doing, you know, three new additional things or it's going to take up an hour of your day, you're not going to last. It's kind of the same concept of a New Year's resolution. The reason that people don't stick to those resolutions by the end of January is because it's too big. You've got to make it small. And so I feel like for me, it is big enough of a challenge. Um, It's not small. (laughs) I'm not taking my own advice. I mean, it is, but it's one thing. Okay, and that's what I mean, I guess. Like one thing that is small, not doing 10 different things to try and deepen my faith. But if I try to do that, and I'm trying to do this, and I'm trying to do the other thing, and I'm trying to add in that, it just gets to be too much, and I give up. I give up on it all because it's just too overwhelming to remember all the things um, and to be intentional about them. So I'm really going to just focus on separating from my phone from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. every day, except for those like real needs of if I get a text in, you know, somebody needs me to sub. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be really a good habit. Like this Lent is a great opportunity. If you need an accountability buddy 
find one. 40 days is a long time and you will not be able to do it without an accountability buddy. I'm going to give a shout out to my sister, Lindsay, because we were talking about this texting during this virtual retreat because we were both watching together and we were kind of talking about what we were going to do. And then she asked me, encouraged me to um, pray together once a week. And I loved that. And then she was telling me what she wanted to do with her prayer time um, and give her first minutes to God. And she said, will you be my accountability buddy? And like a high five to you, Lindsay, because the reality is it is, I mean, science shows you are 65% more likely to succeed if you have somebody that uh, you tell your goal to. And if you have somebody who you are consistently keeping accountability with, you are going to increase that success rate to 95%. So start small, be intentional about what you choose to do this Lent to really increase your faith, to deepen that faith, uh, to, to increase your relationship with Jesus. Um, and be intentional about it it really being something that is that has become a, an idol in your life. We idolize many, many things. And I think in this culture, phones is a big one. But you have yours. Yours might be food. Yours might be, I don't know, shopping, gambling. I, I don't know. Judging people. Um, I don't I don't know what yours is. You have to do that that inner look at yourself. What is it that you can do to really increase that relationship? What can you fast from that's going to deepen your faith this Lent? I'm really excited about this Lent. I It is a solemn time, but it is always just so good for me to remember um, that I can be better. And you can be better. And actually, on one last note here is I was talking to Teresa today, too, about how I've been feeling kind of guilty lately or I had, you know, I've been just, I don't know if guilty is the word or just like, oh, maybe it is. Second guessing myself on like, we don't read a lot of scripture together in our house. I read it all the time by myself. um, But that was another thing that I thought about adding in uh, with my kids. And then I, you know, it's a weird stage when your kids get to the point of they don't want to go to church. They don't want to read the Bible. Like they love Jesus. They know Jesus and they talk about him. Uh, but it's not as exciting as the things that they're reading and the things that they're doing. And I remember going through that phase. So I get it. But also I want to continue to encourage them to deepen their relationship and to love the Lord and to know their worth in the Lord. So as I was talking to Teresa about this, we came to the conclusion that, you know, maybe a devotion is really good to start. And so I'm going to get a new kid devotion. I used to do that when they were little. They would sit at the breakfast table and maybe it was different because they were all home at that time and now they're all in school. But at the breakfast table, I would just sit down and read the, it was a preschool devotional to them every morning. And then that was it. Like we'd sometimes have conversation about it and we sometimes wouldn't, but it, it would just be a good opportunity for us to, you know, have some sort of conversation, bring Jesus into our day to start our day together. So I'm going to do that again. So I am going to add that as well um, and hopefully encourage them, talk to them more about fasting as well. So anyway, I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you have a very, very blessed Lent. And by the time Easter comes, uh, we just, we celebrate the deepening of your faith and we praise Jesus for dying for us because he did. He died for us because he loves us and He wants to know us more, so use this Lent for that opportunity. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Live Fiercely podcast. If you love anything you heard today, then go share the love with your family and friends. Take a screenshot of the episode, share it to your social media, and don't forget to tag me. Girl, I appreciate you so much for being here, for walking through this life with me. Now go out there, grab a cup of coffee, and live fiercely.